got some some folks starting to join us now and hopefully continue to as we get started but um yeah Aaron and I will kind of this is this is just the second time or second official episode of us doing this an idea that I had had for a while and um just pitched to Aaron and said let's let's finally do this we were sick of a lot of the Twitter spaces that were supposedly focused around art but really seeming to talk about everything except the art um and i think the the relationship between collectors and artists in this space is something that's really unique and awesome and something that i have personal uh experience with as a collector of aaron's him as a as a exceptional photographer and just good person teacher um steward of the space so you know, we wanted to make this um, this show to get all the possible perspectives, you know, maybe me asking the more stupid questions, Eric asking the more technical or art based questions, and then kind of attracting and covering all the audiences in between. Um, and, you know, hopefully also as a way to crossbreed different audiences and different styles of art and also different fans of artists, different levels of knowledge of art or crypto or art history or social media everything you know people at different locations backgrounds we want to have this continue to be inclusive and something that we iterate on and build on and hopefully by the end of it everyone learns something everyone feels like we they got their their good like cup of cup of art coffee for the day um and that and that they want to come back and, and share it with 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 people in the future does that sound about right aaron Absolutely. Yep. Um, and do you, do you want me to just kind of explain quickly the kind of the format of the the next hour? Yeah. To, uh, yeah. Explain the format. Tell us what's on sure. your mind about if, if I missed anything. Yeah. So I, I think that was a really good explanation of of why why we're kind of here. Um, so our our kind of thought process was that we'd we'd kind of anchor each week by having kind of like a quick summary of, of what's been going on in the space uh, since the last show um, or, or things that are um, like exciting or, or annoying us in the space over the past week. Um, and then just kind of um, opening up the, the floor for, the artists to kind of talk a little bit about their background, what what kind of are the drivers for them um, for creating their art, um, maybe some background like influences, um, for, like even like professional experience, that sort of stuff. And and then we'll have um, when when applicable, we'll have collectors come up and kind of talk about why uh why they were driven to to collect uh works by by the artist and what it was that kind of spoke to them about the work um as well as some background on um like who they are as a collector if they have experience um uh, collecting art prior to nfts or or if they're kind of new to just collect art collecting in general um and um so then we kind of want to keep it to about an hour, hour and a half at the, at the most, just to kind of like really be mindful and respectful of everyone's time. Um, and, but at the end um, for about like the last 
10 or 15, we'll, we'll leave it open so that anyone who wants to come up and chat with the artists or collectors and um, ask questions are, are more than welcome to do so. And um, the whole time's going to be pretty casual, but, but kind of like task oriented just to kind of keep things flowing well. Um, so um, there hasn't really been a whole lot going on with me over the last week. I'm, I'm still battling the, the cold that I had in, in and sympathy. So introduce oh. yourself, like oh, yeah. who you are, what you do myself. in this space. <laughs> sure. Sorry. I'm, I'm trying to be the taskmaster already right off the bat. Yeah, so I'm a I'm a photographer um, based in Ottawa, Ontario. I've got um, like a technology and programming background, which is kind of I guess what led me to become interested in art existing um, on the blockchain through the the confluence of both um, art and tech in in like digital crypto art. Um, and so I've been in the space since March of last year. Um, I've had a few collections that I've put out of my work, um, working on a couple of more that I'm, I'm hoping I'll be able to release this year and um, just kind of have been here watching everything frenetically changing day to day and trying to participate everywhere that I possibly can. and collect from our other artists when I'm able to and um, just am kind of like really excited about um, the potential opportunity that this space gives for artists around the world. Um, so that's kind of, I guess, a quick, quick and dirty about me. So, so sorry about jumping ahead, Coop. So no, yeah, no, I just want to make sure everyone in the audience too. knows who you are, <laughs> knows who I am, and then we can Absolutely. You know, introduce Rachel and Kiffy as well. Um, so yeah, Aaron's the 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 guy with the talent and the art experience and creativity. I myself am a scientist, uh, cancer biology student, DJ collector, whatever you may want to say. I've uh, been here about the same March of last year, um, and to me, growing up and to date, art has been heavily influenced by. Dirty South Hip Hop, Salvador Dali, Gordon Parks, and now things like Tyler Hobbs, X Copy, um, but everything in between, Marvin Gaye, Fleet Foxes, Rio de Young OG, Lupe Fiasco, um, and growing up was a lot of trading sneakers, clothing, records, so it was a translatable kind of thing to doing little JPEGs online, um, and also just love meeting and connecting with new people. And was lucky to be introduced to Aaron um, through one of his collections and have grown a, a close relationship with him, not only as a collector, but as, as a friend and have continued to support him and collect more of his work because it really speaks to me. And, uh, you know, I want to see him succeed. And um, it's just, you know, been this awesome thing that has bloomed over the last several months, um, which is a, a double entendre because he does photograph a lot of flowers. But um, yeah, that's who I am. That's who Aaron is. And we're very lucky to be joined today by two really, really awesome artists, two completely different styles. Um, Kiffy, who I was able to meet in NFT NYC just a couple weeks ago, and Rachel, who I'm meeting for the first time today. But please, uh, both of you introduce yourself, Rachel and then Kiffy. I will go first. Uh, hi, I'm Rachel. 
I'm a photographer, but I also do a bunch of other things. Um, I travel a lot and I don't really know what else I need to say about myself. I feel like I say a lot about myself anyways. Oh, um, the big thing that I really like to share right now is that I founded a community called Artverse. It's trying to establish art in the metaverse, hence the name Artverse. Um, and it's for artists of all different kinds to join in a community of artists and collectors. And we're just building right now um, how to cut through the algorithms and really give a platform to all of the artists in this space on how to like get educated and be more knowledgeable and really become an expert and elevate and amplify your voice in this space as artists and as collectors. Um, but we're also focused as well on bringing in more artists and collectors from in real life into the NFT space. But there's so much more to it, but that's basically where my purpose and passion is right now. Not so much on my own work, but I do collect a lot of work as well. But one of my beautiful, beautiful collectors is Matt here. So he's also on stage. Um, but yeah, that's that's about me. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Rachel. Uh, hello, uh, everybody. Uh, my name's Kiffy. Uh, I'm a pretty, uh, I guess the word is baby artist. Everybody sounds so professional, you know, and like cool and stuff. And like, I don't got, you know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> um, I'm a digital artist. I do a lot of, um, I guess I've been calling them monster portraits recently, but honestly, it's a little bit of everything. Um, I'm slowly learning to dabble in, uh, the NFT world, you know, I have no clue what I'm doing, but, uh, one of my good friends and also like partial collector, uh, Moski down there has been helping me out along the way. So, um, yeah. Love it, man. Awesome. Don't, don't need to belittle yourself. Your, your art speaks <laughs> for itself. Me and Aaron both think your stuff is super, super dope. So Thank getting, you, just right getting there. started, been here a minute, you know, that's, that's what we're they're here for, for, you know, it's, we just want to talk about art and learn about your, your process and stuff. Um, thank you. Thank you. So, Aaron, anything been on your <laughs> mind personally the last week or so since we last spoke in the now, space, in art world? Can, yeah, now I can get to where I was jumping ahead to. Sorry. Sorry about that. But this is the head cold at, at play here. Um, there hasn't really been a whole lot going on personally anyway, other than I guess I've been, I'm still pretty excited about um, the the DECA platform release and just how, how fun it is to actually be able to curate and share um, art with other people using that platform because before now it's been <clears throat> kind of limited in the space in, in how people's art is actually viewed and consumed. Um, I mean, you know, we've got some of the different like metaverses and and like on cyber and things like that but um being able to create kind of like a really simplified minimalistic grid or or even in some cases where i've seen like people making like really complex um like freestyle art layouts um it's uh it's been really fun because i i think um it's especially in the bear market, it's a really good way to, to be able to 
be introduced to and to also help introduce to others um, art that that we like, um, both as artists and and collectors, and even even just as consumers and viewers of art too. Um, so I've been just been kind of like vibing in the Discord a bit and creating some galleries of, um, I guess, more like blue chip or like historically kind of relevant uh, NFT projects that have that have been in the space over the last few years. Uh, and hopefully over the next week, I'm going to be able to start to to focus a little bit more on curating um, and creating some galleries more around uh, like one of one art um, because that, that'll be a little bit more time consuming. Um, so that's kind of mostly what I've been up to. There hasn't been a whole lot going on other than that that I've been aware of. Um, what about you, Coop? What, what's What's been going on with you this week? Yeah, not a ton. Um, nice holiday weekend. Um, taking it easy and trying to limit my time probably on social media and stuff in the last week or so. Spend time with uh, people IRL, touch some grass, all that. Um, but also have been quite lucky in the last like week or two to collect some really awesome art from some artists that I've been following for a really long time and didn't know if I'd get the opportunity to and kind of perfect circumstances just happened to work out um, and made some some really cool connections there and I'm really thankful for that um, but I like what you're saying too about DECA and, and just curation of art in general like I had a lot of fun uh, making a DECA gallery with like all my I don't know if it was my favorite but uh 50 favorite Fidenzas out of the thousand that kind of fit a certain narrative to me. I went through each one of the thousand and that's like my favorite collection in the world is kind of like a really peaceful, fun experience to just do that curation. And I think, you know, we curate things in all aspects of our life, whether it's playlists or recipes or the people we surround ourselves with and whether it's on an online digital gallery or, you know, just, trimming up your instagram feed or whatever so i'd love to hear from rachel and kiffy too like what kind of curation they do in their life either as artists or just people or kind of like what curation means to y'all kiffy you can go first oh you want me to go first um uh honestly you know um i'm sorry you said it one more time i'm sorry I'm nervous and, and big things like this. I'm so bad at this. I'm sorry. One more no time, worries. Please. No worries, my <laughs> man. Take your time. Just asking about curation, like, you know, anything from, like, playlists to how you kind of decide to present and take in art that either you're making or just watching or observing. Like, what, how, how, what, is your, what does, like, curation mean to you? Or what, how does that, what does that process look like for you in your life? Mm, I mean, honestly, I, I guess for, like, the creating aspect of it, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I feel like everything just kind of trickles in from like just everyday life, like eating or just absorbing stuff kind of as you go through like little things like, you know, sometimes I might like go outside and just like look at people as like the day is going on and it, it just get these random like ideas to like create people to like see like a facial feature that's really like peaking my interest, like a nose or something like, wow something about noses today just makes me really just like creative or something like that. Like usually 
it's something like that. But uh, running a lot of just absorbing, you know, I, f- I feel like art is kind of like it's like a kid, you know, like a sponge. It's like raising it as you, as you create it. And uh, yeah, no, I definitely feel like it's just kind of absorbing as you go along and just kind of taking it in the moment and then kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I feel you, man. I feel you. I mean, if you had to distill it down to one word, it's just like a vibe. You just, yeah. like, you just consume and then you kind of like catch a vibe and you're like, all right, that's that's dope or that's not or this is the this is the thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Tiffany, do you do you find that like um, when you're when you're creating or like uh like viewing other art that like kind of inspires you do you do you find that um like you're also drawn to like music or or things like that too as well as as like part of your process or uh yes yes uh recently i've been uh hooked a lot on like i guess it's like japanese like metal like a little bit is like baby metal and then it kind of delves into a few other artists but it's been really weird. It's been some of that. And then I've also had like this like jazz mix. And it's been this weird fusion between the two. But like, I guess going back to the word vibes, that weird little vibe or energy that comes from the two opposite spectrums has been like affecting my work a lot recently. And I don't I don't know. It's just something about the differences and like having it in a playlist together and the songs are just on shuffle. So you kind of getting tossed back and forth between these two different emotions and I, I feel like that's been that that's been uh kind of in the uh in the, in the mix right now. Cool. I could, could see a little bit of that chaos in some of your characters. I feel like that's funny. Yeah, it kind of just it, it definitely it definitely uh oozes its way onto the to the canvas or onto the. <laughs> what about you, Rachel? I feel like this is a uh, dangerous waters because sometimes for me, curation, um, I say some things that I know some people don't really like. Uh, and okay. So for the most part, I think as artists, we should all be creating. Absolutely. We should all be creating. And sometimes if that means limiting yourself or limiting and your parameters of how you do your art, that's great. Um, and then also, um, yeah, sorry, totally lost train of thought. But yes, limiting what you do as an artist, if it helps you create more, that's great. But that's not curation. Um, when I talk about curating yourself as an artist, you really kind of like what people did with like Instagram. Think about what you're going to post, not in terms of a grid, but in terms of does it reflect something you're proud of? Does it reflect something that reflects who you are as an artist and it doesn't have to be very deep it doesn't have to you know have a long epic tale to it but I see a lot of people I'm not saying it's a bad thing but it's something I wish I saw less of it's just people just dumping everything out like throwing paint to the walls and hoping something sticks to a certain degree I think that's a good method 
But after a while, I think if you really want to be respected as an artist that is above everyone else, not that you're better than everyone else, but that you're elevating and being more professional and, you know, just distinguishing yourself amongst the many, many people who are already here. Um, curation is a really strong tool we can all use on ourselves. I don't think we can really curate each other as much but we should definitely be curating ourselves. Um, that's, yeah. I mean, I talk because it's weird because I'm on like four different curation boards, which is, you know, curating other people's work. <laughs> but I speak from my heart where I try to put myself in their shoes being like, okay, they have already curated their work. They presented me with their best work that they think. Now, will it work within this collective? Will it work within this project? Will it work within what we need to achieve within whatever we're doing? Um, it doesn't mean, is this good enough? It's just, does this work with what we're trying to do? Um, but yeah, I, I like curation. I think it's great, but also um, I know it's a tricky subject to navigate. Yeah, well, it's it's also super subjective too, right? Which is part of like why why that is tricky, and I mean that's one of the tricky things about art too is that um, like the 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 world is full of exceptionally diverse people, and like some some types of art really um, appeal to people, while just the the exact same art could be like someone could be near violently opposed to it. And, and like, that's actually kind of one of the funny things about like sub submitting work or like curating work and um, uh, like submitting it for, you know, exhibitions or for magazines or anything like that is that um, like a lot, a lot of the time you get declined and that doesn't mean that it's bad. Um, it it just means that like what, whatever it is that they were looking for that you submitted to it it just didn't it just didn't match whatever criteria that they were going for right um, and I don't know I kind like I kind of lean more to the side that like very very little art is actually bad because like art art is almost kind of like that movie the room where you know if you've seen the room where like art can just be can kind of cross this threshold where it becomes so bad that it almost actually becomes good because of the reaction that it gets out of you um kind of like how it, it took me a few times watching the room before i kind of changed my my tune on it and decided that it was actually uh incredible um I mean, it's, it's incredibly bad, but, um, the, I, I think Rachel, you've been using DECA a little bit too, right? Because I, I think you're part of the group that I've like kind of peer pressured into creating. You totally galleries. peer pressured all of us. <laughs> um, but like, do, don't you agree that it's actually like pretty nice to have, um, to like, we didn't really have a way of like like Cooper said this really interesting thing a few minutes ago where where he said you know kind of like creating a like a Spotify playlist to share with people or whatever 
Um, like I, I really think that like we can kind of do that with Becca and, um, and potentially like curate and create galleries of work that we, that we like, that we, like we don't even necessarily have any connection to either as creators or collectors, but be able to create these galleries and share them with people who maybe even aren't involved in the NFT space at all and, and be able to say, Hey, look, like there's actually interesting art that exists in this space. And like, here's, here's work that like jives with me. Um, uh, I, um, I don't know. I'm extremely biased because I'm very excited about it. And I know that a lot of people are not at the same level of excitement that, that I am. Um, but yeah, we can, we can probably move on to, to some other topics too. Cooper, I think you yeah. said that you have a bunch of questions that you've got in mind. Yeah, we, I mean, we can talk about curation all day. We could do a, <laughs> we could do a series just about that. Exactly. But um, no, let's let's stick with Rachel and uh, it, I, looking through kind of your feed and your pages, both on Instagram and Twitter um, and and like doing going through like I, I did the whole full uh, doing all my research, going through the Instagram stories and stuff too. hearing you talking to your Instagram audience about like this whole other thing that's going on over here on Twitter. Um, so what what is that kind of jump? been like from this maybe more like instagram traditional art world to twitter nft world and like tell us a little bit about that journey and maybe some of the friction there wait can you repeat that that was a lot of questions okay yeah so just looking at your work and stuff it seems like you you were you were doing a lot of stuff on instagram and you have kind of two different audiences, you know, the, the people on Instagram and now the people on Twitter in this NFT world. So if you could just tell us kind of about that transition from kind of the traditional Instagram world to now Twitter NFT circle, I feel like there must be some differences there and some some friction of making that jump between audiences and stuff. So it's, it's kind of funny, though, because um, I might have... I don't know how many followers I have like 20 K followers here on Twitter. Um, and that's just, I, I don't know how I got that within six months, but I did. And everyone thinks I'm like this really big photographer, but I'm honestly, I'm small potatoes. I'm a nobody. Uh, six months ago, I had maybe 2000 followers over all of my social platforms. Um, I was not on Twitter and, uh, so coming into the space back in December of last year, um, I came in with a lot of fear, with a lot of self-doubt, with a lot of like, what am I doing here? <laughs> um, I, I didn't really know what, because I had a lot of my friends who are very big Instagram people um, coming in, making a lot of money. You know, they had those beautiful curated grids on their Instagram feeds. They had like thousands of likes, you know, they had thousands of followers. I had like 2000 and I was just like pretty proud of that. <laughs> but I have, I've also never really chased numbers. I've never really chased that popularity, like catering to the algorithm um, mindset. And I'm not shaming anyone who does because it works really well for some people but I know myself enough that that's just not me 
So when I came into NFTs and Twitter, I was like, okay, Rachel, this is a way to reset yourself. This is a way to, for you to learn something new, do something new, because if I, if anyone wants to change their situation, they have to do something new. Um, I, I'm a firm believer in not <laughs> sticking your head against a cement wall and keep pushing because honestly, that, that just doesn't help anyone, um, most of all yourself. Um, so coming into Twitter, it was a lot of fear, a lot of self-doubt, definitely a lot of imposter syndrome. Um, but you know, who doesn't cater to those doubts? Um, so for me, I just was like, well, I'm going to feel those no matter what I do, I'm going to do this. And so I did. And so far it's been really exciting. I loved the technology part that I've been able to understand. I'm so freaking hopeful about the future of NFTs and what we're building here. I know there's a lot of negativity, especially when there's like a bear market and things like that. But honestly, I've really been inspired by the people who keep on finding their balance, finding an equilibrium between FOMO, between uh, NFTs, between, you know, in real life things. And I think for the most part, my goal, personally for me, my goal in this space is to set that example, to be the example that you do not have to be grinding every single day on this app for 12, 17 hours a day. Sometimes, yes, I do. But that's because I want to. It's not because I have to. It's because I want to. I have goals in this space and I just work slow. So that's what I choose to do. I'm also lucky enough to be able to have that time to do that. But I did just make a post yesterday. Um, I think you shared it here. Uh, maybe, maybe. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, it should be pinned up there. Yeah, it's that the first pin. Well, the most recent pin. Um, be consistent. That doesn't have to be be constantly on Twitter. And um, this is where we go back to like curation. Make sure whatever you're doing in this space is quality. It's like authentic words. It's, it's speaking from who you are as a person, as an artist, you know, as a community member. Um, it doesn't mean be fake and, you know, try to engagement farm all the time just to get numbers up. Um, yeah. I think that I think that speaks a lot more to the space. It speaks a lot more to what I'm trying to do in this space. Um, and yeah, yeah, that was kind of my big, big long-winded answer to how I came from Instagram to here and what I'm doing, and how's it going. And Rachel, like you're you're doing great. Like you've had you've had work featured in uh like a couple of different magazines and stuff if i recall um have you not like um i think i saw like a turtle one sorry <laughs> um i don't know if i've been in any magazines uh oh I... maybe it was called maybe it was like an instagram that was called something magazine or something i thought oh I saw. oh yeah no hawaii magazine uh, shared one of my um, Hawaii composited images. Uh, unfortunately, that is not for sale. I have already minted it and airdropped it actually to my whole like past collectors. Um, 
And that's something that I personally wanted to do. I have actually given away some of my most, I, I would argue my most popular and best work I've ever done as airdrops, as addition airdrops to my collectors. And I'm actually really happy about that because it's kind of put this pressure off of me of trying to, um, you know, strategize certain art and things like that. And it means that, you know, I've set the precedent of what I am going to be doing as an artist. And I also believe that my best work has yet to come. So, um, yeah, thank you for bringing that up. I completely forgot. (laughs) So, so like, do you, when it comes to your work, like, do you find that, so you mentioned that that was a composite. Do you find that you mostly do composites? Um, basically I guess like I just would like to maybe have you like talk about your your process and like the types of photography and kind of like how you how you create your photos a little bit okay I'm going to try to be super quick because we should get to get yeah Yeah, we Uh, will yeah yeah. (laughs) and then Matt and anyone else here who wants to come up um so I think I view myself still as a beginner in photography I've only been doing photography for about three years. Uh, two of those years have been in COVID. <laughs> and um, and before, I, I never really knew anything beyond auto mode and cameras. Um, so I still view myself as having so much more to learn in the realm of photography. That said, I'm also very proud of what I've been able to accomplish so far in my work. And I think most of that has stemmed from my love of travel. And so most of my images come from my adventures abroad, because I travel quite a bit. And I know for the fact that, you know, I, when you go someplace, and you, you know, find a shot, and you're super pumped for it, but then, you know, the sky just pours on you, or the sky's just super plain, or it, it's just not very exciting lighting or, you know, you just, no matter how many times you go back to someplace, sometimes the weather just doesn't work out. And, um, I, I can't afford to keep going back to the same place over and over. I also know I don't want to go back to the same place over and over. I find that whatever happens, happens. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to capture it. I'm going to photograph it. But if it's not to my liking, I'm going to try to make some magic from it. Um, and that's where a lot of my pieces kind of stem from. I kind of sit on pieces for a couple months slash years, and then I'll go back to them. And I try to capture the emotion or the thoughts that I had when taking the piece. But it's like wine. It has to sit. It has to marinate. It has to develop and age. Because for me, I don't get that I have a shot. I need to do this right now, and it has to be this way. My mind when I'm out shooting is how can I interject myself into this landscape and enjoy what is before me? Um, that's just my theory, theories on photographing, and it really just stems from traveling because my first love is travel. And when I travel, I try to immerse myself in what is happening. I try not to have any expectations. I try not to, you know force my own uh, expectations on things and I try to enjoy it in the moment whatever it is and that's the same with photography if someone goes and they're like oh we need to get this shot I will most likely run far away 
to where I don't even see that other person shooting. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're laughing. That's awesome. <laughs> but that's just, yeah. No, I, I get it. So, um, so like, what was it that drew you to, to like doing like travel? <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Like, um, what, what drew you to, uh, like travel photography and, um, like landscape photography, uh, and, and these like, co- um, uh, composites, like were there, were there other artists that like you had kind of like discovered and, and saw their work either like, uh, physically in person or online. And then, and then like, you kind of like got bitten by the bug or like, how did, how did that kind of come about for you? Uh, I, I really don't like people. Um, so when I travel, I'm typically away from people. <laughs> um, and I don't know, I think I, a lot of us were just drawn to different aspects of travel. And for me that I love cities, I love people and culture, but my real love is just seeing the different landscapes of this world. It's really exploring the tiny nooks and crannies and sort of like magical places that this world has. Um, I, I'm also shaped by, you know, what I see on Instagram and social media, um, you know, those beautiful, beautiful, dreamy landscapes and all that stuff. Um, and I get, I was in the beginning trying to copycat and emulate a lot of people. Cass Samar has been a huge influence in me. Uh, she's also a really nice friend that I've been able to meet and shoot with um, and learn from. So she's definitely has elements of where I was able to accept like sky replacements or composites and things like that. Like she opens that creative doorway for me to where it was okay as a photographer to have that because I, you know, when you're first starting as a photographer, you're holding so strongly to your camera. You're like, I'm a photographer. I'm not even going to use Photoshop. And then you're like, well, shit, (laughs) I have so much more I want to do with this image. And for me, that's, that's the exciting part. That's the creativity part. And that's the part that's always going to keep me a beginner is that there's so much I can do and learn with these raw files. There's so much that can be brought forth and brought to life and be created essentially um, from my experiences. And and that's why I'm, I chose photography as my career. I felt that that was something that I could never get tired of because I will never stop learning in it. That's awesome. Cool. Okay. Thanks, Rachel. Um, I think we'll, we'll move it over to Kiffy for a little bit too then. Um, Coop, do you have some, some questions for Kiffy? Of course. Yeah. So I was super lucky to meet Kiffy in person a couple weeks ago for the first time in NFT NYC. We were both love the creatures. Um, his buddy Mo, who he, he mentioned was the closest thing he had to a collector at the moment is here on stage with us. And I met him and Mo. Um, both at, in, in Central Park painting with the Creature World folks and then at the Fawocious paint party. And they were both just super fun, creative dudes. And I could tell Kiffy was super down to talk art. And I was like, yeah, we're, we've got this show coming on. He said, I, I love to talk, love to talk about my art. So uh, I'm glad it, it actually worked out. He gave me some dope little stickers. I gave him my Twitter handle. And here we are. Um, but Kiffy, you're based in new york if i remember correctly you've got sounds like a show for your physical work coming up in september which is super exciting 
you do a little drawing, little animation, little 3D. Um, your work kind of reminds me of like Ren and Stimpy or like Flapjack or something else I can't quite put my tongue on, but like these really dope comic book character style things, but with like a ton of detail in them. How would you kind of describe your style and how you kind of got to where you're at right now as an artist? Uh, honestly, you were, you were right on track with, uh, the, the cartoons. There's a lot of inspiration from like Billy and Mandy, Codename Kids Next Door, uh, Ren and Stimpy, like all types of cartoons. I was a big cartoon kid. Um, and a, a lot of it came from that. And just like, especially I, I feel like growing up in, uh, the time where we did, where like, there was so much variety in, uh, cartoons. Like you had like Code Lyoko, which was like, it wasn't really anime, but like it, it kind of was, and it still had that 3D aspect, but 2D as well. Then you had shows like Ed, Ed and Eddie with like such different styles, and I think at a young age that kind of implemented in my head that it was okay to have art that doesn't look, you know, that don't look like Da Vinci or Van Gogh or you know, like it, it was okay to have like weird styles and have that be okay. And I think cartoons and, and video games just really hammered down on style is okay it's okay to be different it's okay to you know do you when it come down to art you know have fun with it absolutely man it seems like you have a lot of fun with it um and then when i saw mo later in the week on friday i said yo where's kiffy at and he said man he's always working like he's always <laughs> in the lab like I, he, you can't get him out of there sometimes so i'm wondering what are you working on right now? Uh, well, currently I am. Uh, I'm in. I'm working up in uh, Manhattan. Uh, there's a gallery called Wild Geese Gallery, uh, 473 Amsterdam Avenue. Um, I have a show coming up September 3rd, and I'm doing uh, physical paintings. Now, I'm. I'm. I've been dabbling with everything surprisingly acrylic painting has been going really well i've been like really comfortable with it especially coming from like digital i use that same layer aspects that i use in like procreate and stuff and uh other uh digital uh painting apps and such and i brought it right over to acrylic and it was actually kind of seamless so i've been doing well with acrylic and um i've been blessed with the opportunity to pretty much have this gallery like a full residency they cover everything and they're like yo if you need this just let us know so on and so forth and they just been providing for me and let me paint and honestly it's a really cool experience i got some really cool pieces up there like i'm 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 proud of how they turned out i'm so proud of how they turned out and when the show hits like oh and then i mixed in this nft aspect where some of the paintings will have like nfts to to go and merge with them and I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm so excited about that. I'm glad that I'm able to like dabble into other mediums and see how well it turns out. Um like you said beforehand animation was the uh other thing that uh I I've, I've done a little bit in, but at some point I really want to uh take a deep dive into that. Um, I don't know if anybody's familiar with uh he's like a YouTuber kind of Newgrounds era guy. His name's Speedo Sausage. <laughs> He did a lot of uh, music videos and such, but uh, people like him and, and Meat Canyon and stuff like that. I see a lot of that animation, and you know, it it encourages me to to, to step into new uh, territories. And you know, first it's acrylic, next is animation, next is three D, and then so on and so forth. 
That's awesome, man. And and so you're just, as I understand, like pretty brand new to exploring not only NFTs, but Twitter. Um, what what was kind of the incentive to do that? Or how, how does that does that change how you think about delivering your artwork or uh, the people that are you trying to connect with for your art? Like, uh, tell, tell me about the why NFT thing. I, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. It was my, well, a, a good portion goes to my friend Moski for even showing me the whole idea of uh, NFTs. Um, but a lot of it was like when I did a lot of research in it, it was seeing, I'm not going to lie to you, the, the community was like really like nerdy. And I appreciated that because every time I seen people like art curators or whatever, and you, you speak to artists and they say, oh, you have to be this way to, you know, find people who's interested in your art. I'm like, that's trash. And then I see like, you know, NFT collectors and NFT artists. I'm like, these are real people. These are like human beings who have actual souls. And I, I think just seeing that and all the different styles and just different stuff going on in the NFT world. I'm like, I want to be a part of that. You know, I have no clue what I'm doing, but I think that's kind of fun is seeing like, I remember uh, I was working at Amazon and Fuocious. I think this is when Fuocious was really like starting to gain traction. I was doing delivery for Amazon. I was sitting in my truck listening to a, a clubhouse call and uh, Fuocious was just talking about like how he was getting started and like the, the, the jumps and stuff from there and like what he was dealing with. And I'm just like, wow, like it's crazy to hear artist who was younger than me and doing their thing doing their thing and it's not like a orthodox path but he's doing really well and i'm like yo that is sick and like just hearing stuff like that like that was really encouraging i'm like yo if this is what like that that got me into that and seeing people like him was like this is what the nft world is about it's people it's people it's artists and the people who collect nfts these are people who like you know art they love these projects and like the family the community behind it like oh my gosh it's just so sick you don't get that community behind freaking you know these snooty galleries and stuff like that like it's just people that go in and they just want to leech off you but like seeing the nft community it's like they want to be a part of something it's kind of you know it's like a family reunion every time during uh nft nyc it was like a big family reunion you had people oh i know you from discord so on and so forth i'm like yo that's crazy like these it's a big family reunion everybody has a common interest they come and everybody's just really cool and down to earth and i'm like yeah yeah that that that's what i want to be a part of that's amazing. And you know what you say about galleries? Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking at who's listening in um, in the, the listener space and I see a couple of photographers who I specifically know have <laughs> had nightmare after nightmare <laughs> with galleries. So um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely true what you say about how um, how it's it's almost like counterintuitively easier to exist in this space as an yeah. artist. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's just so it's it's very inviting to the artist. It's I feel like the NFT world, it, like galleries and stuff, is like Hollywood, and the NFT world is kind of like like uh, I guess the equivalent of like I don't know too much about it, like. Motown or like Harlem or something where it seemed like really inviting for the art. I don't know how that scene is or so, but it, it just seemed like it's really uh, artsy and not just like, hey, we're here to take your soul. 
That's awesome, man. I love the comparisons to like old old Renaissance Harlem and Motown. That's dope. Thank and you. Thank you. You're totally right. It's definitely about the people, and like that's the thing. I mean, that's that's why this show. We're doing the show. You know, I I met you and I connected with the person before really seeing any of your art. Um, you know, and and those are the investments, both in my time and in any monetary sense, that have that have paid off, or are, are the ones with good people behind it and you know building those communities which is such an overused word but when you find the real ones uh, it's it, it kind of shifts your whole world Heck yeah. Rachel any thoughts on what Kiffy spoke on or his art or or anything you connected with there uh, yeah, I left a lot of it, but I just wanted to throw back to one of the pinned tweets you have on Kiffy. Kiffy, you have like one of your first animations you made a while ago, and holy crap, that's your first. <laughs> yeah, what? that was that was my first. It was for a YouTube channel that uh me and my brother were gonna make called a uh, Halfway. It was like both of us are like complete polar opposites. Like it was just supposed to be like this really cool, like uh kind of like a gaming skit channel and. He does music and I do animation. We was like, you know what? How about we use our talents and, and create our own little intro thing? And he was like, okay, I need you to animate it. And then he'll make the song. So he made the song and then I animated it. I used, uh, it was a uh, flash. I used the older versions. Uh, yeah, the, the old school, not Adobe animate the one before it. And, uh, it was fun. It was really fun. It was time consuming, but it was, it was really fun. That's dope. Yeah, I'll tell you, my first animation was a lot more juvenile uh, <laughs> and unimpressive. Than what did that, you? What you make? Sure. Uh, I think my first animation that I made in Flash was like a sun setting behind a like mountain that really just kind of looked like a pile of shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're not the same. That's that's okay though. That it's, dude. I like. Yeah, I um I hadn't known your work before before Cooper introduced me to it and yeah, I I dig your style a lot. Um uh Coop, do we want to hear from from uh, some collectors? Uh, Absolutely, I would love to. I think Rachel has a collector who is kind of under a time crunch, so maybe I think it's Matt, isn't it, Rachel? Yes, Matt. Yeah. Hey Matt. guys. Hey guys, great convo. I, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I am primarily a photography uh, collector. I see a, a, a few of the my photographers in listening, so that's great. Um, so I'm learning about all your art, and I think it's super great. I do think there's a lot of themes, though, that obviously run through um, whatever genre we're collecting or or creating, and that I think would be helpful. And and um, I just well, maybe I share a few thoughts, and then um, yeah, I, I'm going to run in a couple minutes, but. Um, you know, I think after going to New York City, and I see, I see Kiffy, you were there. I don't know if the other guys were here or not, but um, I just left there incredibly bullish and, and with an understanding that we don't understand where NFTs are going, but I 100% believe they're going in a positive manner. And, and so with that being said, I think artists and creators just need to just continue to build and grind. Um, I think one of the dangers 
of our all of our community is is a, a lack of patience you know and I, I have to have it now mentality i think that's really tough but i think those that can be patient and continue to build it are, are going to be a lot more going to be wildly successful as we progress for me personally with photography i I really have no idea where the technology is going to take it, but I just know it's going to take it much further, um, you know, than just a still photo that you hang on a virtual wall. You know, we have a lot of people now dealing with v VR, 360s. You know, Ty Leckie is going to drop the first uh, 360 view VR NFT, photography NFT on Super Rare tomorrow. Um, Rachel was commenting to me privately that he's going to break the internet. I mean, it's going to be big and it's just another step it's forward. It's going to be so big, <laughs> so big, but it's just so a step big. for all of us in all our genres to, to watch it, whether you're interested in that medium or not, just to watch it. Cause it's just one more step. And so many people are doing so many things. And so one of the things I learned, um, one of the things I did learn that just blew me away in New York City was, um, well, the artists already blew me away. You guys so exceeded any, I had high expectations anyways, but you all, you, you exceeded my expectations so far. But, but more surprisingly to me is the collectors. The collectors blew me away. How the, These collectors, so the ones that, that I met, so most of them were, were there for the right reasons. It's like Rachel asked me, like, are you in here for the arts? I'm like, nah, I used to think I was here for the art, but now I'm just here for the friends. Like, like that's really what it's all about. And, and that's kind of what I learned in New York City, how many collectors are really here just to support artists and how many collectors have projects that are going to help all of you guys and gals. Um, and, and that's one of the reasons you need to be patient to give the some of these collectors a chance to bring their projects forward in ways to help you. Um, it's it's mind boggling and, and we're just touching the surface. And so I just wanted to share this optimism and bullishness that I have. And then one, one last thing is um, I think that uh, at least in photography, and I'm assuming in the other art genres as well, one of one season is picking up again. And that totally makes sense to me as a collector. Cause I, cause what happened was, um, you know, we were moving along pretty good. We we're bullish. And then the price of ETH crashed and collectors with ETH were, they went for a period of time, they were in shock. I mean, they were literally in shock because their portfolios had dropped so much in value that they pulled back. Um, they probably, you know, just pulled back for a while, but at some point, and I think it just happened in the last, literally in the last week, at some point, the collectors were going to come back with the realization, like, well, wait a minute, ETH is actually on sale. So, um, like I used, last time I bought something for 10 ETH for, for a whale collector, last time I bought something for 10 ETH, I paid $40,000 in us dollars, but right now I can buy a piece of 10 ETH and it's $11,000 in us dollars. And that's exactly what's happening right now. So as artists just, um, you know, ETH is ETH, man. Collect the ETH. And if I understand you need some for real life, but that what you can save, save, because it's going to go back up and not financial advice. <laughs> and um, I, I just think that the collectors are coming back in now with with a new, a new mindset. And those artists that uh, just keep creating and can be patient, um, there's just amazing things to come. And that, those are just some of my thoughts. Oh, man. Well, I'm I'm pumped after that. Yeah, that was that was quite a speech. Before you before you leave us, what was the name of that artist that we all need to look out for? Oh, you mean you mean the tomorrow the Tyler, Ty Lecky, Tyler Lecky. He's doing a uh, he 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 hiked around behind the Fitzroy Range in Patagonia, a four day hike, and then he put a drone up and he I don't know what he did. Rachel, you know you've been. He circled the mountains and he's got got some incredible uh, 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 vir virtual. NFT that he's dropping tomorrow. How do you spell uh, him? Uh, Tyler Lecky, L-E-K-K-I. I will pin his thing in the space. And the key to it awesome. is, the, 
yeah, the key to it is whether you like photography or not, whether you like the mountains or not, the, the key to that, why this is relevant to everyone on this, on this uh, space is it's just the next step forward in, in NFTs. And it just shows somebody doing a, 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 a you know, a, a thing, a, a new, a new thing. And, and it's going to work. Um, cause there's a lot of people, myself included, uh, that are very excited to start that bidding tomorrow. And, um, and so it's just, it's just relevant to all of us and it's super exciting. Um, and, and oh my gosh, some of the projects that I saw, uh, that, you know, that are in their infancy. Um, and, and, and the reason the, the, you know, uh, the reason the collectors are doing it is like legit, legit to support artists. I mean, it's, it's just great. You know, two that really come to mind is, uh, Chakai and, um, and Dat Punk. I mean, I got, I was super fortunate to be able to spend some just quality time with them, just talking about life in general. And th th those are two of the nicest people um, you, that that you that you guys and gals would just want on your side. Like they are there, they are here for all the right reasons. And and then um, their uh, their attitude is going to carry forward. I mean, they're just th their attitude is going to be contagious. It is contagious. And then if there are bad actors out there they're going to be pushed back into the you know back to where they should be uh to behaving again because with leaders like that um and those are people that have done just amazing amazing things in real life and now they're taking these talents um into the nft community and and, and that, that's one of the reasons to be so bullish for sure that was awesome man thank you for for taking the time that was incredible sure no, no problem i i uh glad to it's i always enjoy it so I'm I'm immediately wondering in my head, is th is this uh, project that Tyler shot was he in Patagonia at the same time that Kath was? Yes, most yeah. of the th ah, they were together cool. most of the time. Um, they were together most of the time on most of those hikes. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't think Kath was on the actual hike. Uh, he did an amazing vlog. Rachel, did you post the vlog that yeah, he did an amazing vlog? Um, it freaking like award-winning and um of his four-day hike and he was with R ramiro torrent um but kath was not in the vlog so she must not have been on that actual hike but yes they were they were there for several months together cool i'll check it out yeah well hey it was really great um uh, connecting with you tonight and um i i know i'm feeling reinvigorated just from your like pep talk <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear. Well, I'm going to run. Thank you guys for, uh, thanks for letting me have, have the mic for a few minutes. Uh, best of luck. And, um, I will, uh, I follow, I followed all you guys and I will, uh, we'll be in touch. So thanks you guys. Have a great evening. Absolutely. Hope it's not the last time we hear from you. Uh, really appreciate your words and definitely hyped us all up. This is what it's all about. For sure, man. Appreciate it. Have a good night. Thanks. Bye. Bye Mike. Cheers, man. Bye. See you, Rach. Now, I, we also have another special guest on stage. I asked Kiffy if he had any collectors that he wanted to bring up with us, but he's so new to the space that he hasn't had the time to find the right collector. But he said, I got my boy Mo. He's the closest thing that I've got to a collector. And I met Mo with him in New York. And, uh, you know, Mo was also kind of the guy that, as he's saying, pushed him to, to get into NFT. So we'd love to hear from Mo kind of like, even if you don't own some of Kiffy's work, what what's your kind of connection to his art and, you know, having him bridge over to this NFT space and yeah. Talk about yourself a bit. Yeah. What's, what's up guys. How's everybody doing? Awesome, man. Doing well. 
That's, that's good. That's good. Uh, but yeah, Kiffy just uh, I think he just has to relist his 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 NFTs, and then uh, I can become an official collector. It's just I don't think uh, he has them up for sale right now. But uh, um... <laughs> I, I relisted today, but I have no clue how how pricing works. I have to figure out what normal human being prices are. I don't know how any of that works. I'm I'm gonna have to take a little look into it. But I, yeah. I did, I did, I did reset up prices. But I think I don't know if uh, a little spicy numbers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I'll be watching out for that. But uh, yeah, yeah. So I've been, um, I guess I'm like a, a small time collector. Um, I've been kind of watching the space for for over a year now, and um, I had worked with um, Kiffy on a, a clothing brand that one of our friends was um was making so he was kind of doing some artwork and some animation stuff and i was helping out with that so that's kind of how i connected with kiffy and that's when i was you know started learning about his art and was was checking it out and i just instantly fell in love with it and this was around the the time nfts were were i guess starting to gain um traction and we kind of just saw what was going on and i was just like this is this is insane how people are utilizing this to kind of you know get a you know they're kind of tapping into a new audience of collectors and then also you know just it was just such a smooth and easy way to kind of distribute their art and then you know, stay, stay more connected. You know, that's one of the things that I love about NFTs is just, I feel like it builds a strong connection between the collector and, and the artist. Um, because, you know, I feel like, you know, you kind of view these big artists as like celebrities, they seem kind of, um, out of reach, but with a lot of the pieces that I've collected, I've been able to just, you know, hop in a discord call with them or, or just message them. And they've always been so down to earth and so willing to, um, you know, communicate. And it's, it's just something about the space. Oh no. And it's just minor. Uh... Yeah. You're back. You're back. You rugged for a second. Uh, I think I, I just got a, a call, but yeah, it was just, uh, I thought it was amazing. And then I saw Kiffy, his artwork is, is just so beautiful. And, you know, he dabbles in a lot of different things. Um, and he's, yeah, he's one of those dudes that just gets so, you know, focused in on the work that he just, just everything else is just, just, just passes by. So it was just, even just to get him out <laughs> to go to some of these events in NFT NYC was just kind of a, a pain, but I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad he came out. We were all able to, to connect. And, um, yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's amazing, but it's just, everything just moves so quick in this space. And I think what Matt said, he really, you know, talking about how, you know, patience has kind of become a problem. I think that's so true. Um, just because there's always something new, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's about artists and, you know, connecting with their, with their work. Absolutely. And uh, I think this kind of slower period or bear market, whatever you want to call it, has allowed us to kind of have a little more patience or slow down a little bit. 100%. And, you know, it was for us kind of the perfect time to start this show. Um, you know, the joke of being in it for the art, 
um, has been a, a more of a meme than a reality <laughs> the last 12 months. So we kind I kind of wanted to play with play on that. And you know, the people who are actually in the space today and joining us on stage at this point, they probably are the ones who are in it for the art. And I think that's what it should be. Um, you know, the artists are the reason we are here. People, $69 million sale, people like Fawocious, you know, XCOPY, those people who pushed us, the really early, you know, crypto artists are the reason we're re really all here. And probably the reason we're going to continue to be, you know, if it's all about money, 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 number go up, you know, that's, it doesn't enrich people. It doesn't bring people together. Um, but, uh, and, and, uh, Shame we didn't get to have a little more time with Matt and uh, have have you speak a, about kind of your connection with him, Rachel. But talk talk to us generally, like your thoughts on collectors or, or relationships you've had with collectors, or kind of what Mo or Kiffy were were saying previously. Um. So so it's it's weird because um first and foremost I'm an artist in this space, but I'm also really in my own way, uh, established collector in this space. Um, I basically make a sale and I put it right back in the community. Um, and I love it. And I, I know you said it like in it for the art is kind of like a meme joke, but for me, that's, that really is what it's all about for me. I love art even before NFTs. Like when I, I traveled, I would always grab art from the streets and from the people I saw and met because I could make that connection with the artist and the creator of whatever um, I was buying. And I knew the money was going straight to them. Um, I don't think I can really expand upon what Kifty and Mosik, um were saying just because, you know, I think they said it so perfectly, but um, yeah, um, Matt is a wonderful collector of mine. I also think he's a really good friend and we're working on a couple different projects together. So it's very exciting. I think he is one of those people who just has a limitless well of enthusiasm and is here for the right reasons. He did just bark the auction on Sarah's piece down here in the space. Very exciting, very exciting. Um, and he also is, you know, He's always listening. He's always watching. He he's a big supporter of of photography, of course. But you know, eventually we'll get him over to different kinds of art. Eventually, um, I'm totally forgetting what the question was. <laughs> that was perfect. You you know that we we like you know the this space like Aaron said is casual, and we just want to hear what's on your guys' minds and what artists are thinking and doing and what their collectors are, are talking about and, and drawn to. So you answered it perfectly. Aaron, oh. what's on your mind? Oh, yeah. Well, just I'm just kind of thinking about, you know, like wh what Matt was saying about, um, like about how collectors in this space that, that he was chatting with in, in New York are, are like, <clears throat> really kind of like advocates for artists right and like they they're really um they're really helping to grow this space and and um as as someone who has worked in the traditional art space and has has exhibited and has been collected in in trad art like that doesn't really exist um 
<clears throat> in the traditional space, you don't you don't really have um, people who are who are like coming to you and saying like, hey, how do I support you as a as a collector of your work? Like, um, it's like very much very transactional. Um, you know, I want to buy that piece. Here here's the the money for it. It's mine now. And then um, like, there's not really a whole lot of um, a relationship there really uh, like oftentimes. And, and actually in some cases, um, especially as you get more of a foothold, um, like there's almost, there's almost no relationship at all. In fact, like galleries kind of exist as, as this like middleman between the artists and the people who are buying the art. And so, so web three is kind of a way to, to like circumvent around that like middleman and have collectors actually have a more intimate relationship with the, the artists who are, who are creating work that really resonates with them. And, and not only that have reach far um, greater around the world than than you do in your own little like uh, geographic location. Um, like it's uh, it's rare for artists to sell traditional art um, like to someone on the other side of the world because of how hard it is to first of all even have have people be aware of them or or even ship work to them, um, but you know, if someone buys an NFT from me, it really doesn't matter where they are in the world. Um, like it's given to them instantly. Um, and, and again, kind of what Matt was saying is that, you know, like even if artists are doing stuff in the space that like you truly don't care for, like it, it just like, you know, the art doesn't really appeal to you or it's, it's not, um, just doesn't speak to you in, in some way. Like, people succeeding in the space like helps further legitimize and grow the space and um it it the the more people there are succeeding in it the the more mature and respected and um a, vi a viable career path it will be to to be able to exist as a crypto artist uh, online i think anyway um yeah, that's just kind of what I'm what I'm thinking. Uh, do we do we have any? Um, I guess maybe we want to consider bringing people up, Coop, um, if they've yeah. got any questions, and then I, I think if, if uh, unless anyone has any final thoughts uh, on, on what we're talking about or anything else they wanted to share, we could uh, bring anybody up who's got questions for our artists or their collectors. And so if you'd like to, just hit that request button. The only rule is no shilling. And if you shill, I will kick you. Can I shill about people who are down, down in the Absolutely. space? Shill your people. Yes, that kind of shilling <laughs> is, is allowed. Yes. Okay, well, since they're not requesting to come speak with us, uh, they can't shut me up. Um, one, Sarah, of course, she has that auction going on her beautiful anniversary NFT drop. She sneakily dropped it thinking she was just going to run away. And Matt just 
just started. So kudos to you, Sarah. Lovely. I love it. Um, Jason down there, he is one of the most hype uh, hype guys, best wingmen to have in this space. And honestly, like, he's his work is so underrated. Like, he focuses so much on other people that other people don't really realize that this man, Jason, has some of the best photographs from Hawaii. He also does amazing work, volunteer work, helping the endangered species of Hawaii. So he doesn't just take pretty pictures. He actually knows and does amazing work in real life. So honestly, go give him a follow. Dan down there, one of the most helpful people in the space. He helped me on board. Um, yeah, I... I don't really know much to say. I know he's dealing with COVID, so I don't think he's going to request. But um, yes, check out Dan's work because his absolutely bats and stuff, incredible, incredible stuff. I could really go on. Kyle down there, super cool landscapes. Oh my gosh! Every time he drops one, it's just like, okay, guess I have to come back to the U.S. (laughs) I need to go to all the places he goes um kieran joe i see so many people in the art verse and we have tim who has just joined the art verse so excited to have you you guys are just not requesting to speak so i'm just you know we're well, we got yusuf up we got yusuf up and uh, Yay, yusuf. Yeah. i was waiting for rachel to finish she was uh, it was I, I just want—I just wanted to listen to her just just talk it out and shout everybody out. It was great. Yeah, she had, she had to thank the academy first. Yeah. Well, that's that's part of what I wanted to do. We get do we get the music? Oops, sorry. Can you guys hear me? Hey, Jason. Hey, sorry. Um, yeah, when I when I requested to speak, my uh, phone jumped from speaker to uh, handset again. So that's entertaining. First time I've done a space on this phone. So uh, learning curve. Um, but in any case, I just wanted to jump up to to um, give a big plug for Artverse because I think Rachel has some big goals. Um, but if you haven't joined, whether you're a collector or an artist, there's really a lot of resources out there. Um, there's coaching for artists. There's um, collectors that are sharing insights. There's, uh, you know, Dan and I did a an interview type uh, video with Rachel recently um, going over the process of minting on Manifold. So I think that she's really trying to put together the resources that help artists that are new in the space and even some of us that have been around a while understand what we can do and and how to make those connections and and how to succeed together yeah fully second that uh, every time i go onto the discord on artverse i see a new new announcements with new features and new you know upcoming spaces and things like that and it, it, it's great to see and the community there is fantastic everyone's there to help each other out and to lift each other up Oh my gosh, guys, stop. No, this <laughs> it was no showing on your part. Um, but also, thank you for the flowers. I, I do believe it was kind of like what Matt said earlier, patience. And I, I believe that Artverse is not yet perfect. And there's a lot of good people believing in it. And that's driving me forward with, you know, adding more and more and really trying to take the time to do it right. Um 
yeah. So a lot of people are like, what is art first? I still get DMs where people are like, Rachel, what is art first? I just learned about it just like yesterday. I'm like, I've been showing about this for like months. Um, but anyways, we don't have to talk about art first, but thank you for being a part of it and for being such an awesome, awesome aspect of what art first is. Can we bring Sarah up? So shout out Sarah. Sarah! Shout out to Sarah on the sale, on the auction. Good luck getting Sarah to to speak in a space. I'm the the vocal loud one. (laughs) I just want to know what accent she thinks I have. That's an inside joke, guys, just just in case people don't don't get it. That's all right. Why? Why? Why am I up here? Hi. I'm just here to support Rachel. I love you. (laughs) Do I have an ad? Hey, Sarah. Welcome, Sarah. Hey, hi. Nice to meet you. Okay, so everyone, Sarah is just a super badass woman she hikes she does a lot of like outdoor stuff like and she never really tells people about it but you know just by the little interactions that you ever have with her she's like really dedicated she's so passionate she's incredibly talented in what she does but she's also just a really wholesome kind person like it's kind of gross how amazing this woman is honestly it's like, it does. really is disgusting. It is really is disgusting. Like, I, honestly, sometimes it, it just blows my mind. I can't, I can't handle it. <laughs> well, she, she goes out in the middle of the night in the wilderness to get those uh, crazy um, Milky Way shots where she has to worry about the bears. So, but I, why don't we get a, can we get a bear story, Sarah? Um, Okay. <laughs> you know what? Actually, here's a better idea. We'll have Sarah on as a guest at some point, and she can yes. give the story then. Genius. Um, in the in the but meantime, the, the pension, in the meantime, the I'm going to be unbearable. I'm going to circle us back and just ask if anybody has any questions for our two guests, uh, Rachel or um, or Kiffy, about their art practice and. Um, maybe if, if not, then, then I think we can wrap up the space, but, um, it, it'd be cool. If, if, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. For Kiffy, um, I know you're really new to this space and I think you're so brave of coming in talking. And even though you might be like out of your depth and not knowing what's going on, it's amazing. You're here, you're started, you're ahead of the game. Totally, totally keep it up because that's exactly the energy you need um but also i just wanted to ask what's kind of a goal you have being in nfts now now that you know the space a little bit more now that you're kind of like hearing what's in the space and what nfts are about do you have a goal uh a goal um honestly that should have there should be one. I can't really think of a of a goal in mind. I mean, like, obviously, it'd be, like, really cool to be, like, you know, like a, a super, super, like, you know, powerhouse or something like that in the NFC scene. <laughs> but, I mean, um, I don't know. Honestly, I think, I mean, I, realistically, to be honest, 100% honest with you, I, I think 
the top goal is just to be able to do it uh, like like NFTs enough to the point where I can live off of it. I think that'd be cool. I'm not even asking for much, you know, just like the base, like, you know what I mean? Like it's art. Everybody I'm pretty sure wants to live off the art. I think that'd be really cool. Um, so I guess the basic goal is just kind of to get my foot through the door and like, you know, baby steps of building a community and setting up a little discord and all of that stuff and all of those things. But, um, honestly, yeah, I think the biggest one is just being able to like get that baby step and just being like, you know, like, Oh, okay. It's starting to make that little bit of traction and being able to do stuff. But I think it really kind of starts from there, honestly. Mo or Kiff, you know where it starts from? It starts yeah. from you relisting your NFTs so Mo can buy it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. The ne- so that next time we're on here, you say, hey, I brought my collector. Official collector. <laughs> that is definitely step number one. That is definitely step number one. <laughs> That's a good step, man. That's that first sale. Like, I, I still remember how insane... Uh, I was after my first sale. I was just like, holy shit, I'm going to be a millionaire in like two months. And like, I called my parents and I was like, I think I'm going to be able to quit my job. And I mean, I was so wrong. But um, like that, that first sale is like, it, it's a huge hit of dopamine for sure. Uh, like Sarah, you've got a question <laughs> I do, and I apologize for rolling in late. I'm not sure if this has been asked, but actually funny, similarly enough, Rachel, I wanted to know, I know you're so focused on art first right now, but what kind of goals do you have like art-wise for the rest of the year? Do you have shots you want to take or places that you're going? Or yeah, I just want to hear a bit more about your artistic process for the next couple months. Oh, Lord. Sarah, why? Um... (laughs) I like asking questions. I don't like answering them. Uh, Basically, I'll be completely honest with you guys. I've been in in creative rut the past couple of months. Um, I've really been struggling connecting with my camera. And before, you know, NFTs, I used to sleep with my camera next to me. Like, I love photography. I live and breathe it. Like, if it, there's a choice between like eating, sleeping, sex or photography I will choose photography and I have like throughout my entire photography short career um I love it I really do but nfts and you know finance financials um you know quitting a job and you know covid it it's a huge mind shift and I don't like forcing things. I think like most creators, we don't like to do things we don't want to do. But that doesn't mean I don't do something. Like I, I I, love working. And for me, art first is my purpose in this space. It's kind of my drive of getting on every day on Twitter. It's not for myself. It's for other people. Um, it's sharing. It's connecting kind of like what Matt said he started doing it for the art, but really we're doing it for the connections and the friends that we have here. Um, and so this year, I, I'm really struggling creatively. And I think it's because I've minted so many pieces that I didn't really think I would ever sell, but then I did. And then I'm trying to sell other pieces and they're not selling. Um, I'm trying not to let that get to me. So I haven't really been promoting myself that much. 
but I do have a expedition with Corey. She's an underwater photographer here in the space from Tahiti. Um, and she also works with Matt, a whale poppy. And I will be with them in Tahiti in September and October. And then I, I'm, I'm very, very excited. I, that's something that is getting me kind of out of my rut to like photograph something new, to travel to somewhere new. Um, it's going to be really hard because I've never done anything like that before, but I'm very excited about it. And then I am coming, I'm putting it out there. I'm coming to Australia and a couple collectors and I are creating some small little Sydney, Australia NFT things. So keep your eyes out. Come to New Zealand, Rachel. Jump over. Yes. Come to New Zealand. I am. Do I'm it. coming to New Zealand afterwards. Hell yeah. Hell they yeah. have rainbow penguins down there. They have the world's most rare penguins in New Zealand. And you know, I love penguins. So I'm coming. Rachel, um, do you think, so ha have you been doing two, um, like, sorry, let me, let me back it up. Have you been doing much traveling at all over the, over the last like year or so too? Like, do you think maybe, um, like, are you not traveling the same amount that you, that you kind of were pre pandemic? And do you think that maybe that's like kind of contributing to that creative rut that you kind of say you're you're feeling a little bit too do you think or um to be again honest I actually have, have been traveling quite a bit excuse me I, I <laughs> up until like this past month where I've been in Iceland I'm only in Iceland for two months right now um I was changing time zones every couple of days and I guess for me it's it's um trying to keep a schedule and trying to find boundaries within this space and trying to also make a living off of NFTs. Like, you know, you, you make your first sale, you're like, Oh, I can quit my job. Um, I made my first sale and I didn't have a job. I had stopped working with my photography company because I moved away from Oregon and I was just like, I was ready for something different. Um, even throughout COVID I traveled quite a bit that first year. No, I didn't. Um, but I, explored a lot of the U.S. Um, I also live in a van in the U.S. Uh, when I'm there, so I travel quite a bit in it. Um, uh, but for me, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't really understand why, but I think that's also just me as an artist is coming out. I cannot create content constantly, but I can create it consistent, consistently because I am still in it. I am still doing it. I'm still very, very passionate about it. Um, and that is what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm not looking back and I'm trying to enjoy the moment. And if that means not creating art, but still loving art, I'm okay with that. That's cool. Yeah. I, d I definitely have cycles too. Like I, I find that I have like sparks of like hyper productivity where I can I can just like bang out a few concepts really even actually almost within this like the same month um and then um I'm just kind of like creatively exhausted and bankrupt for a little while afterwards um er everyone's kind of different I find um but uh, I mean I'm sh I'm sure that you'll you'll get it back. And like you said, you, you are definitely consistent for sure. Um, Coop, I think maybe we should consider starting to wrap it up. What do you think? 
I think so. We're right around that hour and a half mark. Um, this was awesome. We could continue this much longer. I would love to continue to learn more about both you guys' work and process and influence and all that stuff. And maybe I have to have you guys back again sometime. Everyone in the audience, thank you so much for joining us. And give a follow to Rachel. Give a follow to Kiffy. Give a follow to Mo there. Um, thank you to those who came up and asked questions as well. Um, thank you to friends who are in the audience. I see Andy. Um, and yeah, if, if you guys have any feedback too or anything, you know, this is just our like second or third time doing this. So please feel free to shout us shout out on tweet or DM or come up and let us know how we can improve this and make it better for the future because we're still figuring it out and we still want to you know make this great for everybody and learn and build together otherwise um rachel kiffy both really looking forward to continuing to watch your journey as artists and support you and, and kiffy especially being like so new to the space and getting to connect with you in person like uh, you know, I want to see you win, man. I want to see you succeed. I want to check back in with you in six months on the show and see where you're at. Because I know a lot is going to happen between then and now, not just your show in the Upper East Side in September. And you can chill that one time, let the people know if anyone's in New York um, and uh, just, you know, where this wild NFT journey takes you. Happy to help give advice in any way I can and, and want you to win, man. Your stuff's dope as hell. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much again for the invite, uh, for bringing me on. Uh, it was nice meeting y'all. And um, yeah, the show will be September 3rd, uh, 473 Amsterdam Avenue. Uh, it's called Wild Keys Gallery uh, in Manhattan, New York. Um, and yeah, I'll probably end up posting about it as uh, it nears by and posting on Twitter and Instagram. That was about it. I'm sorry. I, I cut it off. It was kind of. No, that was perfect. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. We, we always got those little awkward silences. <laughs> thanks for having me up and for listening to my really long-winded rambles. Really appreciated it. And Kiffy, absolutely so excited for what you're about to bring to the NFT world. So, so excited. Thank you so much. And thank you for the information that you share with me and the questions you asked. It, it really got me thinking, you know, deeper about everything. So thank you. I appreciate that. Cool. And yeah, big thanks to um, Mo and Matt for, for coming and talking a little bit about um, the collector side of things and everybody for, for showing up and listening in. Hope, hope that you learned something tonight. And we'll see you next week. Thanks so much. Bye. It was awesome. Thanks. Have a good one, guys. Until next time. And it for the art. Peace, y'all. Peace.